I want you to realize several thousands of people around the world are gonna hear that little specific segment that I just shared with you. And if you rewind back, whether you're watching me on video or whether you're listening on your podcast devices, I didn't say anything specific there at all. I did not label a specific action. I did not label a specific food. And here's the key to everywhere we're going inside of say more by saying less. I could have said that exact phrase to thousands of people as I just did here on this podcast platform and everybody heard that entirely different from the other. You know your business can change people's lives, but you don't yet have the right words to inspire them to take action. Imagine the changes you will create in your business as you tap into the secrets of ethical influence and positive persuasion to not only better serve your clients, but also to supercharge your financial freedom. I'm your host, Jason Lynette, and welcome to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast. I help entrepreneurs and business owners just like you to close more premium sales. And no, this isn't about tricking or manipulating people, not at all. It's about helping your prospects to appropriately sell themselves into your products or services. Please hit subscribe and get all the episodes now at jasonlinette.com. Let's take this moment to kind of call out something a bit interesting about this program, Hypnotic Language Hacks, where, as you've heard, the whole theme of this podcast series is that of putting the right words in the right order so that people are ready to take action with your business very often in an influential way even before you make an offer. You've heard that. Now that that's pretty clear, though, let me respectfully or maybe disrespectfully here call out an issue inside of this. Sometimes some of us talk way too damn much. (laughs) And what I mean by that is you've maybe heard that old sales phrase, once you get the sale, stop talking. That you might try to further sell someone on the thing they've already decided, but now they're getting some buyer's remorse because they're seeing that maybe they don't wanna necessarily do business with you or have a need for your product. Or perhaps in your mind, you think you need to give them even more value when they might be in their head still figuring things out And by continuing to speak, you're unraveling the potential verbal linguistic magic you've possibly created. The whole theme of this week's episode of Hypnotic Language Hacks, episode number 22, is say more by saying less. We're gonna spend some time talking about the power of speaking and ambiguities to let your words inspire new meanings and new understandings in the mind of your prospect. Now, this is episode number 22, and as we often do here, you can head over to jasonlinette.com forward slash the number 22. That'll bring you over to the show notes of this episode, because if you scroll further down, in addition to a full transcript of this session, and plus you can watch a video of it, I'm gonna make available to you a free ambiguous words cheat sheet, which here's what I would recommend you do ahead of time. Print it out save it to the desktop of your computer, have it somewhere handy. Because when you're able to put the right words in the right order, you can create new meanings and new understandings and help people to create new discoveries in their own mind. Which, by the way, that's a little bit of a preview of where we're about to go. You're gonna have a lot of fun with this. This is gonna create some great impact inside of what you do. So let's jump in. Before we get started today, if you want to easily grab people's attention, naturally build authority, and organically have your prospects wanting more from you, even before you've made an offer, 
I've created a step-by-step program to help you to do just that. It's called Business Influence Systems. And this is your opportunity now to visit jasonlinette.com to get a free behind-the-scenes tour of the exact hypnotic persuasion strategies that you can ethically use to better start up or scale up your business. If you want a proven framework to boost your confidence, attract premium clients, and inspire more people to take action with you, get Business Influence Systems now at jasonlinette.com. Here we go. This is Say More by Saying Less. And the whole theme today is all about empowering your language with ambiguities, which kind of goes against the norm of what we would often expect. Again, the idea of the right words at the right time. Though, if you've been listening to this podcast series for quite some time, every episode does stand on its own. Though, if you've listened up until now, you've already heard me drop the reference that the old phrase, a picture is worth a thousand words. And yes, that's true. But then again, the opposite is also true. One specific set of words could actually, in the mind of your prospect, in the mind of your buyer or your listener or whatever the situation, could actually inspire tens of thousands of different images. And let me give you a few examples of this before we start to lay out the process and give you some of these words in advance. So let's go back in time where part of my work as a hypnotist, when the primary focus of my work was only that of seeing private clients. Very often that would be an environment of behavior modification. So let's take a simple example here. The client would come in one person at a time, and they wanted to lose weight. And this is where, by way of hypnotic suggestion, we were helping to make those behavior changes a whole lot easier by way of the hypnotic change work. Now, let's call out something a bit obvious here. If that was one person in front of me, very clearly, I could ask a bunch of questions. I could do a very thorough intake to find out what they want to eat more of, what they want to eat less of, what behaviors they want to do more of, what behaviors they want to do less of. The basics of any personal change. When you really think about it, all personal change comes down to four questions. What are you doing now? What would you rather be doing? What are those feelings you're experiencing now? What are those feelings you'd like to be experiencing differently? And really, for any personal change, if we can address those four points, now we have a roadmap of how to help that person. So perhaps already you're seeing the point ahead of time that if it's one person, we can get ultra specific with what they want. The same way that some of you as coaches in your own industries, if it's the financial planner, what specifically are your financial goals? If it's the fitness instructor, what are your health goals? And this might be more so in terms of exercise rather than the specifics of what they're eating. Whatever the situation, if it's a one-to-one, we can get laser focused, where I really sort of built my chops in the power of ambiguity was when my business went one to many. The opportunity where suddenly now it wasn't just the one to one, but instead I was teaching on a webinar, I was on the platform speaking to a large crowd of people, and there might be several hundred, they might be several thousand people in front of me. Are you already starting to see some of the difference here and where the ambiguities are already posing as a very valuable asset of our influential communication. Because if it was this one person, and let's go very oddly specific here for the illustration, imagine there you are waking up in the morning eating those 10 ounces of broccoli and that lean piece of chicken along with a single serving of egg whites. And if if that was that specific person's goal, 
then I could simply reiterate that back as part of the hypnotic change work. Now all of a sudden, thousand people in front of me, I couldn't get that specific because here's this person who's vegetarian or vegan. Here's this person that has an allergic reaction to eggs. Here's this person that just doesn't want broccoli. Here's this person going, those aren't breakfast foods. I don't want that. So to get that laser focus, that laser specific in that environment, clearly, as you're already seeing here, that wasn't a match. So let's do a bit of an experiment here. Let's have some fun with this. Take a moment right now and think about some specific, let's say health-related goal that you would like to achieve. And again, this is to lay the foundation for all the power of the ambiguities that we're about to build. So, so take a moment to yourself, let's get some benefit out of this even further beyond the words. Take this moment and consider some specific health-related goal you'd like to achieve. And again, that could mean anything. I mean, that might mean losing weight, that might mean losing body fat, that might even mean trying to increase muscle size and gain lean muscle mass. That might even mean shaving time off of a specific endurance running goal. So again, I haven't given you any specifics here. Let this be whatever that means to you. And take this moment and start to consider all the ways that you're gonna find yourself now eating the appropriate foods in the right portions to help you to easily and naturally create that result. And imagine now being there in that specific time of day where you are ready to get that body moving in the ways that are the most appropriate for your ideal health and to be there becoming fascinated by the movement of your body and these incredible sensations of that nutrition coursing through your system. I want you to realize several thousands of people around the world are gonna hear that little specific segment that I just shared with you. And if you rewind back whether you're watching me on video or whether you're listening on your podcast devices, I didn't say anything specific there at all. I did not label a specific action. I did not label a specific food. And here's the key to everywhere we're going inside of say more by saying less. I could have said that exact phrase to thousands of people as I just did here on this podcast platform and everybody heard that entirely different from the other. Think about that. This is the power of ambiguities. So again, sometimes we end up unraveling the magic of influence that we have built in our languaging by trying to put way too much stuff, getting way too specific inside of what we do. Now, take note through experience and testing in your market. This is where it becomes a bit of a game of how much, how little, and just simply experimenting. Uh, episode number 19 was all about how I 30X'd my income. And one of the main key pillars inside of that episode was all about testing. So this is something that you could begin to play with inside of what you do. Though again, head over to jasonlinette.com forward slash the number 22. That'll bring you to the show notes of this episode. Everything that I'm doing here is always transcribed over there on that show notes page. But again, we've got an ambiguous words cheat sheet that you can download and have available to start to make use of these words in your daily interactions. Let me give you one example here before we get into the specific words. Another example that this time is a little bit more laser focused on business. And let me call this out ahead of time. <laughs> and you can smile as you call my shot if we hop on a call together, if you go through the accelerator process on the jasonlinette.com website and schedule time to speak with me, 
smile with delight as you hear this pattern later on when we're speaking. The way that as you consider part A of my program, part B of my program, and part C of my program, think about the changes that's going to create in your business. What would those be for you? And let me pull out of the demo mode that I just stepped into there and start to talk about this as a pattern. And I'm keeping this all even more ambiguous <laughs> in a podcast episode all about ambiguities on purpose. I don't want you getting caught up in the details of the examples. Instead, look at the formulas. My job is to give you the levels of attention, the detail inside of these patterns. This way, you know your business, you know your product or service. This way you can take these patterns of hypnotic language hacks and hypnotic influence business systems and put that into your own work. So consider for whatever you do, there might be a part A, B, and C, or less or more, whatever it might be. As you consider A, B, and C of my service, think about the changes that's going to create in your business. Pause for effect. Pause to allow what we call a transderivational search, which is where you're inviting your prospect to kind of look inside of their own brain and find the meanings of what you're saying. As you consider A, B, and C of what I provide, think about the changes that's going to create in your business. Allow a pause for effect. What would those changes be for you? The beauty of this is, by allowing that moment to play out, by staying in the ambiguities of my language right now, I am inviting you, my prospect, to go inside and find what those changes are. And simply by asking a follow-up question, you are going to be feeding me what your buying strategies and decision strategies are. The beauty of this is you don't have to be the mind reader. You don't have to be the brilliant person who can predict everything that they're going to say. No, you just have to listen because they're going to feed you everything that you need. Let me give you another example of this. And again, we're about to jump into the examples of all these words plus a few more examples here. I was connecting with a student of mine this morning and by way of some really cool circumstances, which we'll leave it at that for right now, he's about to go in and have a conversation with a rather big player in his industry. And provided this goes as we both expect it to go, this is gonna create an awesome impact in his industry. And the question was, what are some of those things that I could ask in this sort of interview so they're gonna see the value of what I provide? And there's a power of a little bit of a pre-frame, as we call it, of before we get started. And here's how the pattern would play out using the ambiguities, using a follow-up question. Hey, thank you so much for making this time to meet today. And I know you probably get pitched by a lot of people, yet I have to imagine there are probably some very specific reasons you responded to my message and reasons why we're here today. So before we get into the details of what I think I can help you with, what were some of those thoughts going through your mind as to why we're here? What he was doing there was, again, a pre-frame. He was gathering criteria. So do you see the mistake that many people often make? They start to craft out this entire presentation and they go in and they basically monologue at their prospect and they might be throwing the right darts. And yet, let's go for an odd metaphor here. I know dartboards don't have to be sticky. They have to be porous for the dart to stick inside of it. That's a good word I haven't used in a while. So they may be throwing the right influential darts, but those are not the decision strategies of the person that they're speaking to. 
So the power of beginning in ambiguities and then, as we call it, unpacking the ambiguities. There had to have been some reasons as to why you responded to my message. So before we talk about what I can share with your company, what were some of those thoughts going through your mind as to why you responded to me and why we're here right now? Are you starting to see the power of these ambiguous words? So it wasn't just coming in and saying, I provide this, we're gonna meet this many times, here's the price, here's what I'm going to provide, here are the, and yes, this is an ambiguous word, deliverables. What does that mean? <laughs> well, not until we define what those deliverables are, does it have any specific reason, any specific meaning to it. So again, there's so much power in saying more to inspire even less, to, to say even more by saying even less. Easy for me to say here. Let's jump into some of these words. And again, jasonlinette.com forward slash the number 22. That'll bring you over to the show notes of this episode. You can access the video, the full transcription, and there'll be a box there to get the cheat sheet of all of these words. Plus a few more we'll throw in as a bonus here just to keep us on time for this week's podcast episode. Here are some of these ambiguous words that if you simply drop them into your communication, they're like planting seeds that begin to sprout specificities in someone's mind. And just simply by engaging in conversation, asking questions, they're gonna feed you so much of the criteria that you really need to build a valuable business interaction. I've already given you one of my favorite ones. Start to think about the changes that's going to make in your business. Changes. This is non-specified. This is non-specific. This is ambiguous. So we haven't yet defined what those changes are. Though again, as you start to find yourself being drawn to those appropriate foods for your health, think about the changes that's going to make throughout your day. Or even better, think about the instant gratification of discovering those changes as early as when you first wake up in the morning. And as you consider those changes you'll be noticing in the morning, notice how quickly and easily you're gonna find yourself drawn to making these changes throughout your day. Yes, I've kind of overused the word there for the illustration here, but again, I have said nothing specific here. It's instead inviting you to pull from all the images, all the perspectives in your mind and pull out specificities, and again, by engaging in conversation or sticking within those, within those ambiguities, you're gonna to start to write an even more influential script in your mind than ever I could come up with. This stuff is fun isn't it? <laughs> and it works. I've already used another one here. Here's our next word, appropriate. The beauty of the word appropriate is that given a specific circumstance, let me uh, use an example of, uh, there's a concept of greasing the groove that I was talking with uh, one of my people inside of Business Influence Systems that he's a fitness trainer. And in terms of exercise, and I've seen this phrase before inside of one of Tim Ferriss's books, the idea of greasing the groove is a bit of a fitness premise where it's not just about you know doing so many chin-ups, it's instead about hanging up one of those bars in your home, you know, like one of the uh, door frame pull-up bars, and the idea is every time you pass through it, just do one. So it's not necessarily about how many can you do in a row, it's about just kind of conditioning the ability that you can do that. And, just to throw it out there, as soon as I heard that on a Tim Ferriss podcast and I read that in one of his books, I hung up one of those bars. Previously, I had never done a pull-up or a chin-up in my entire life, worked up to one, and then just every time I walked in and out of my laundry room, I did one. Now I can do several. 
We'll just leave it at that <laughs> in terms of numbers there. So appropriate. He was using this as a theme inside of a specific exercise, my student inside of Business Influence Systems. He was using this as a theme inside of a specific stretch that he wanted his client to do more of to prevent some sort of sciatic issue with their leg, their backside area, to say it politely here. So as you find those appropriate moments just to kind of sit down and make that stretch. So he was not defining exactly when, because the reason we came up with this for him was he was trying to suggest specifics. Oh, when you have a break at work, and by getting into the specifics, something unfortunate happened with one of his clients. She'd respond, well, I work now from home and I'm just kind of sitting on the sofa with my laptop, so that's not a good time to do it. So because he went into the specificity of it, he gave her an out to go, that's not a fit for me, therefore I can't do it. By saying more, by saying less, do you see the theme here? By saying more, by saying less, all he suggested instead was as you recognize those appropriate moments where you can pause and sit down and do the stretch, which for what it's worth, she could have actually done it on the sofa, but we'll leave that behind because that would be the right time for her to do it. And look at that. There's another example of one of these ambiguous words, right. So I'm not telling you which is the right thing. In fact, as you find yourself being drawn to the right strategies and the right people to help you to grow your business, well, let's play with them all together. Think about the changes that's going to make in your business to grow the appropriate wealth that you know you deserve. We can say so much by saying less here. So right, that's another great word that we can make use of, of making the right choices at the right time to begin to call me back at the right time for you so we can discuss the options of this program. So again, by planting these words inside, they invite your listener to go inside, do that search and find exactly what those decisions are for them. And as is the style here, there was the next word, decisions. As you consider the decisions that need to happen, whether it's today or whether it's tomorrow, I look forward to you calling me back at the right time so we can get started. Now, <laughs> some of you are smiling at that one. We haven't discussed that one yet here on the podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes. We got more to share here. So decisions. So the power of the word decisions is that, again, I'm not labeling what those specific decisions are. And if you listen to last week's episode about how to influence a choice, episode number 21, you learned about our good friend, the influential double bind. So as you're considering the decisions that you need to make, whether it's today or it's sometime tomorrow, I look forward to hearing from you at the right time that's appropriate for your schedule. And we're now pushing them towards that action of making that decision and making that call. And it really doesn't matter when they do it, whether it's today or whether it's tomorrow. If you haven't yet heard last week's episode on how to influence a choice, listen to that right after this one, episode number 21. Because as you consider all these new words you can use in your language, think about those positive feelings you're gonna be experiencing as you're now having even more fun, putting out the message in the right way, because really this is about inviting the opportunity to really listen to your prospect better to help create even more positive feelings in them around what your business and product and service can provide. Feelings. I did not label what those feelings are because it would be awfully weird if I stood here right now and said, look how excited you are about these new words. And you might be excited, 
hopefully. <laughs> you wouldn't be listening here until this point if you weren't. The fact that you're still listening means that you have some level of excitement. Ooh, some level of. There's another ambiguous little phrase there. We'll throw in as a bonus here. We'll stick it on the cheat sheet for you. So the feelings of excitement or whatever those feelings may be that are different than what they were before. This is fun, isn't it? <laughs> so by not labeling what those feelings are, what am I doing? I'm inviting you to go inside and find the meaning of those specific feelings and label them for yourself. Well, what are some of those feelings you want to be experiencing now that you've created this goal? And I'll, I'll give you the best example of this. And this goes back to, again, when the primary focus of my work was working with clients for personal change. Now, it's a portion of what I do. The majority of time is spent in education. I can create an even greater reach and impact in the world in the one-to-many, which is where we've refocused my time over the years. A client comes in. This story is not about the fear that she, yes, eventually let go of. It's more so about the power of speaking in ambiguities, asking a question, and now I've got her criteria. Long story short, she described her feeling of trepidation when she flew on an airplane, which that was a very specific word, which neurologically, that word in her brain is connected to all the parts and pieces of that issue. And yes, honestly, in the back of my mind, I went, great, now I have to say that word for the next hour and a half. And I did, and helped her out. She got over the fear, flew over to Europe. This stuff works. So by not labeling specifically what those feelings are, I am inviting you to go inside and find the specific meanings and understandings. Yeah, there's the next one. Finding understandings within your mind. So it's the power to take the, almost let me try to nerd out on grammar here, to take the gerund phrase version of the verb. So understanding. So uh, that, that form of taking that ing and putting an s at the end of it, those understandings, those discoveries that you're making as you're listening to this recording. What would that be for you? So by living in that ambiguity, inviting some conversation, if it's a one-to-one, -one, or let's say one-to-few, because the benefit now, again, becomes they start to feed you what their specific strategies are. And yes, strategies. There's another wonderful little ambiguous word. Because as you consider all the strategies you can put into use, you might start to become aware of the exact reasons that you had to listen to this week's episode of my program. Reasons, there's another one. And, and here's my suggestion to you to kind of give you a bit of a roadmap of how to put this all to use even before we wrap up the program here in a bit. Simply implant these words like seeds into your communication. And what happens is you're gonna to start to notice changes in that person's response as you communicate to them. And then it becomes inside of those interactions that you're now having with them, you have the ability to start to ask questions, unpack the specificities, and again, without having to mind read somebody, well, technically you are mind reading them, because this is how you can create even greater outcomes in your communication. And in fact, as you consider the opportunities you have to be speaking with people coming up soon, whether it's on the phone, whether it's through an online video session, or perhaps be safe out there in person, you can start to think about the new outcomes and results that you're going to be creating. And I wonder what those results and outcomes are going to be specifically for you. So I want you to have fun with this. Let me label that feeling here for you. Those feelings of fun and excitement 
and also a bit of a curiosity around what happens when we start to use these ambiguous words inside of our communication. I will take a moment to, in these final segments here, uh, playfully extend an arm and pat myself on the back because this is the strength of a lot of the work that I've done over the years, to live in the ambiguities. The same way that you might have heard if you're familiar with any of these language patterns and other forms, sometimes you hear this, let's call it out, generalization, that people either operate as if they were predominantly visual, auditory, or kinesthetic. And the myth of this is that one person is one thing predominantly. And just to give some quick commentary on that, everything is state and strategy dependent. So very clearly in my morning ritual of lifting heavy weights, that's a very kinesthetic experience for me. Yet as I'm recording a podcast for another program that I do, that's a very auditory thing. The reason why Hypnotic Language Hacks goes out on video is that it's so much about the interaction and I simply present this content even better as if you're right there in front of me even though I'm looking at the lens of a very friendly camera right now. So you see where I'm going with this? Everything is state and strategy dependent. It's how as somebody who is very predominantly auditory in a lot of parts of my life, when I'm cooking, which I do a lot of, whether it's prepping lunches for the office or whether it's cooking for my family, I can cook for long periods of time in extreme silence, that I don't need some sort of noise. So again, yes, you sometimes hear this person is visual, auditory, or kinesthetic. Everything is state and strategy dependent. What are they doing? How are they feeling? That's where those parameters are going to change. I give you that really quick, like 90-second crash course on what we call VAK, visual, auditory, kinesthetic, because as much as we can observe a person in terms of their body language, their eye movement, their word choices, and start to decipher which of their representational states, as these are called, is the dominant for them in that situation, I live in the ambiguities. As you consider the reasons for making this change and go inside and start to make the appropriate adjustments at the right time, as you start to enjoy all these incredible changes and discoveries you're going to creating, think about exactly what that means for you. Have fun with this. Play with this. And again, jasonlinette.com forward slash 22. Get the cheat sheet. Put this stuff to use. Get out there, have fun, and create some incredible discoveries and outcomes for your business. You have been listening to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast with Jason Lynette. Please stop everything and start exploring jasonlinette.com for even more business influence and persuasion resources. Make it a priority right now to subscribe to this program and listen to every episode because the next one may reveal that one hypnotic influence secret to massively scale your success. Change your words, change your business, change your life. Get even more at jasonlinette.com. <laughs>